0: We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see
1: Welcome
2: to Express Yourself. Perseverance is failing 19 times and succeeding the 20th. That quote is from Julie Andrews, and one more quote for you all before we get started today. Patience and perseverance have a magical effect before which difficulties disappear and obstacles vanish. That quote is from President John Quincy Adams. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people a platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jovan Hundle, and today's theme is the gift of perseverance. Uh, my co-host for today is Stephen Zell. Stephen was actually the original host of Express Yourself. He's thrilled to be back after, seven, after several years pursuing a BA in psychology and an MA in religion at Pepperdine University. He's currently working in human resources at HelloFresh and is looking forward to continuing to invest in the training and development of youth through programs and charities like BTSYA.
3: Hey, everyone. It's Stephen here. It's so good to be back. I'm excited to be here. It's almost like a homecoming of sorts to discuss such an important theme in this fun show today. Um, just, as a, just so everyone is aware, you know, Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions. It's brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We're top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Um, please visit www.BeTheStarUR.org. You can make a tax-deductible donation there and get more information about how you too can be part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be the Star UR needs your donations to help those in distress by providing books and other resources. We have ra- launched our Operation Wildfire and Hurricane Disaster Relief Fund, and we desperately need donations. To help ship much appreciated books to victims today, please donate at www.bthestarur.com.org. Sorry, you can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees.
2: Additionally, our brand-new book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts with Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, is available now at cynthiabryan.com slash online store, where you can also find the other two anthologies we've published. And now for this first segment, we have our awesome Jack Polakis back with the segment, Trends Without Ends. Take it away, Jack.
4: Hello. My name is Jack Polakis, and I'm really excited to be back on my segment, Trends Without Ends. Today, I'm going to be talking about the current trends in perseverance. For anyone who's unfamiliar with the definition of perseverance, it's basically having the persistence to continue doing something in spite of the difficulty, the challenges, the failures, and the delay in the achievement. And you might be wondering, why is that even important? Well, perseverance is actually a really important character trait, and it can pretty much determine a successful life. So, where do trends fit in perseverance? Well, the new, trendier, updated version of the word perseverance is now rebranded as GRIT. You may uh, have heard of the popular book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance, which was a New York Times bestseller. This book basically talks about how grit, which is basically the same thing as perseverance, can be learned. And grit is defined as the strength of resolve. The definition for grit, as you see, is pretty much the same thing as perseverance. So let's talk about the trendiest ways to spark your inner perseverance. A lot of people want to be successful. And one of the first places people seem to turn to is their smartphone apps. Uh, Developing apps to persevere are available um, across, like, lots of platforms, and they can help you a lot with becoming more disciplined, in a sense. For instance, there's a lot of apps that just focus on peer productivity. These apps primarily help you to stay motivated, which is one of the hardest factors in perseverance. They kind of track what you're doing, and they can coach you to, um, you know, help you persevere through rough spots and achieve the longest winning streaks you can to ultimately, um, you know, reach your goal. Uh, And some of them, uh, some examples of these are called Life RPG, Productive, or Streaks, and these three apps are specifically geared toward goals, and they basically break things out into long-term and daily goals, and they call them missions and submissions. And this app basically rewards you or all of these apps reward you with XP, which is also known as experience points. And what you basically are supposed to do is you set up your goals. And then every time you achieve your goal, then you're compensated with some sort of reward system. And this is a really effective method for people to stay motivated. And then uh, people are also really getting into fitness apps. This helps thing. You know, to help persevere through fitness activities like working out because obviously you do get tired after running on a treadmill for a while. So it's important to be able to persevere through that. So that's why there's these running apps and cycling apps for cardio and just pretty much any type of fitness app, it's already made. And then there's also coaching apps. So you can sign up for it and you can actually, you can virtually meet with coaches and they'll basically help you persevere to create new habits and set new goals and find out what's holding you back from achieving your goals. So it's really important to understand what it is that causes a person to give up. So once you figure out why you lack motivation yourself, if you do, then you know, you can kind of eliminate that and be able to persevere a lot better. And, especially um, like the electronic that trends throughout our current life, it, it makes our lives a lot easier. Uh, and it can, act, it, can, you know, it can be tempting to slack off sometimes if, you know, instead of having to do all this work, you could just go on your phone and have fun. Obviously, that's a distraction. And it's important not to give up when we're faced with challenges that are difficult because I know there's been a lot of times where if I have like a big project for school or something – I'd much rather just go on my phone, but of course you have to persevere through the things you don't like, and that's why it's such an important skill and why perseverance affects all of us in every day of our lives.
2: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of really interesting insights in there. Um, and so I wanted to ask you then, you know, there's that age-old nature versus nurture question, uh, especially as it relates to personality. So, like, are we born with our personality? Do we develop it based off our environment? Things like that. And so I wanted to ask you then about, you know, perseverance. Do you think that we're kind of born with perseverance? Is it learned? Um, can we develop perseverance further?
4: Well, I honestly think that um, we don't really know if Perseverance is something that you're just born with because you can't really test that scientifically. Mm. But, you know, obviously some people are just kind of naturally more hard workers uh, than other people. But you can 100% develop perseverance. It's not something that you either have it or you don't and then you can't change it. If you, all persevering is and perseverance, perseverance as a whole, all it really means is that you're pushing through Um, something that you don't want to do, and you're, you know, you keep trying again, even if you fail the first 10 times. So, you know, that doesn't really require any special skill. It just requires that you really have the desire to achieve your goal, despite the, the, the outcomes before you achieve it, or how hard or tedious of a task it might be.
3: I think a lot of us listening want to understand how we can engage in that uh, perseverance that you're talking about, Jack. Do you have any tips for us, anything uh, specific that we can be doing to help learn perseverance?
4: Oh, yeah, of course. Um, So like I was saying earlier in the segment, you can obviously download different types of perseverance apps or get an online perseverance coach. There's lots of content online uh, that you could even just simply look up, like how to persevere. But you know, I um, some main things, some main goals that I would, um, I guess, say that help you to persevere better are you you have to set achievable goals. Because if you set a goal, like I want to make a million dollars this year, you know, that might not be an achievable goal for for a lot of people. And then as, you know, they get halfway through the year and they realize they're not close to a million dollars, they start giving up on their goals and losing perseverance. And that's because they made a goal that's obviously not achievable for a lot of people. So it's really important that you set up a goal that is achievable, even if it might be a struggle, Um, you know, just something that's not impossible, but something that, you know, it's a struggle. And if you really put your mind to it, you can do it. And then that kind of leads me to the second thing I'd say is that you have to have a positive mindset, mindset in order to persevere you're not really going to be able to keep trying at the same task. If let's say you, uh, you have a big test to study for and then you are not no no learning on flashcards and you just can't seem to memorize some flashcards and then you just give up. Then you know that you're having a negative nine mindset thinking that, Oh, I'll never be able to memorize these. But if you really just focus on it, you could probably memorize the rest of your stuff for the test and then I, yeah, I think basically keeping a positive mindset and setting achievable goals are something that really anybody in the world can do, but it has such a big impact on persevering better.
3: Definitely true. And hey, those apps sound really awesome. There's a lot of ways that we can use technology nowadays to help us out.
4: Oh yeah, for sure. That's, I think it's um, there's kind of a downside and a plus side to technology because you know, like like I, we were talking about, the apps can be really helpful for people to want to achieve their goals so that they get the little rewards in the app. But then at the same time, technology can prove to be such a huge distraction from your work. And rather than persevering on a tough task, of course, you would rather sit down on your bed and watch YouTube or text your friends or something that takes a lot less effort, but, but it's more fun.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that from time to time myself. Um, and so, yeah, I really liked how you talked about, you know, how you need to have this kind of positive mindset. You know, here at Be The Star You Are, we're all about promoting positive message media, all that kind of stuff. And I'm really glad you brought that up. And so, you know, I also wanted to ask you, so it seems to me that, you know, perseverance, you can sort of classify it as, you know, like an umbrella term. So there's a lot of things that go into perseverance, like how you're saying positive mindset, um and setting achievable goals, all that kind of stuff. So what other parts of perseverance do you think are out there that are kind of needed to achieve success?
4: Uh, well, I think a good part of it is that you've you got to surround yourself by people that believe in you um, and people that have high expectations of you because that honestly has a significant impact on how pers- on, <laughs> like how your perseverance is. Because if if you're surrounded by people that don't believe in you and they're constantly putting you down thinking, oh, no, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get a good grade on the test anyways." Then, of course, you're not going to persevere because you're going to think, oh, if I do all this hard work, I'm still going to get a bad grade on the test. So or it doesn't have to just be test. I know I keep using that one example, but it can really be anything. So it's really important that the people around you believe in you. Um, and they just have good expectations of you and think that you really can achieve things. And sometimes just having a parent or a friend being there to remind you that your hard work is worth it, it can really just re-motivate you if you're kind of lacking the motivation and the perseverance. So I definitely think that's huge. It's just being surrounded by positive people who also have the skill of perseverance.
2: Absolutely, yeah. So, wow, Jack, that was an excellent segment. I'm really happy you were able to come on today, give us your insights into this topic of perseverance. Um, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this segment, but listeners, make sure to stick around for more Express Yourself, and also be sure to support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. We have lots of fun events coming up, so check out bethestarur.org and also
3: follow our blog there. I'm Jovan Hundle. And I'm Sima Zhao. It's good for everyone to join us today. Also, feel free to watch BTSYA's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash are. In addition, our excellent producer, Cynthia Bryan, has just authored a brand new book, Growing with the God- Goddess Gardener. It's now available at cynthiabryan.com slash online store with 25% of all, all the proceeds benefiting Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself. And at the same site, you can purchase the anthology, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers. Make sure to keep listening as we continue our show on the gift of perseverance.
0: Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens express yourself is produced by star style productions llc as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity for more information about our show visit Expressyourselfteenradio.com. now back to our star teens
2: welcome back to our show i'm jordan hundle and this is express yourself teen radio with today's theme of the gift of perseverance
3: And I'm Steve Mazow, and for this next segment, we'll be talking to author Dan Millman. Dan Millman, the former world champion gymnast, coach, martial arts teacher, and college professor, is an author of 17 books published in 29 languages and showed across generations to millions of readers. His internationally best-selling book, Way of the Peaceful Warrior, was adapted to film in 2006. Dan speaks worldwide to people from all walks of life, and he currently lives in New York City. His book, The Life You Were Born to Live, is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. Dan, welcome to the show.
5: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with you.
3: Glad to have you. Well, let's get started right away. Um, Tell us a little bit more about that book, The Life You Were Born to Live. So, You wrote Way of the Peaceful Warrior as an autobiography. What drew you then into the speculative field of numerology?
5: Well, that's a good question, and it didn't happen right away. I didn't write another book for 10 years after Way of the Peaceful Warrior. I felt I'd said what I had to say, so I stopped. But then I met new mentors, new influences in my life. And so after 10 years, I wrote... um, Another part of the Peaceful Warrior saga, it was again autobiographical with some fictional elements woven in called Sacred Journey of the Peaceful Warrior. And Then my readers started, they were building and they were saying, Dan, we were inspired by your first two books, but how do you apply this, all this, these ideas practically in everyday life? So then I had to write a, a nonfiction book uh, rather than a story narrative called No Ordinary Moments, A Peaceful Warrior's Guide to Daily Life. To respond to those questions, and then again, a new mentor came in. And uh, long story short, he changed my life doing a kind of reading for me. He sat me down, and he had read Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And but he was a real, quite a teacher in his own. I call him the Warrior Priest. And he uh, sat me down and told me about my life, things that had been vague and fuzzy and hazy were now crystal clear. And that's when I really stepped forward into teaching uh, really a sense of what I was here to do and, uh, and the hidden challenges I've been stumbling over. So about six months later, he said, uh, I can train you to do for other people what, you, what I did for you. And I said, well, I am so there. So he trained me and a group of about 20 people um, in uh, what I call the life purpose system. And yes, it is based on one's date of birth, so one would have to call it a kind of numerological system, but I need to make clear, I've never been really a big fan of numerology. I I could never get my mind around how adding up the numbers of someone's date of birth could possibly give valid, reliable, accurate information about the core issues of their life. It made no sense to me, but I did know what he taught. And those lectures made a lot of sense. And I I went home and started doing consultations with family and friends. And then it took, uh, well, over a period of eight years where I internalized the information and began doing readings for hundreds and hundreds of people. And finally, uh, I taught groups of psychotherapists and others this system and decided then that it was time to write a book on it. And it was a very challenging book. Um, you know, Jack London said it takes hard writing to make easy reading, and I, I worked hard on that, and the life you were born to live, well, was born, and so that, le- that was a long journey to the book. It wasn't just popping from Peaceful Warrior into a book on numerology, and I don't even use the term much in the book, but yes, I have to admit uh, like like the Hebrew and the Mayan and the Aztec and the Chinese and Egyptian systems, it has a different way of interpreting um, the, the numbers and working with them. And, you know, it was really uh, Pythagoras who came up with this idea of do numbers mean something? Is one fundamentally different in the human psyche to two, to three, up to nine, the major digits we have in, in our, our system of counting Um, So there is some mysterious connection, and I can't explain how, but over a million readers will testify to the accuracy of the system presented in that book, and it's been very helpful for people to have more compassion for themselves and others in their lives.
3: I think that's awesome.
5: You're taking this ancient,
3: uh, ancient ideas of mythology and so forth and taking it into a modern context so that people can use it and understand it today. That's really cool.
5: Well, that's the idea behind it, and it's one of my books. I have books on various topics dealing with uh, life purpose. Uh, Robert Byrne once said, the purpose of life is a life of purpose. And I don't know if either one of you saw, um, you know, Stephen or or Joven, I don't know if you saw uh, the Peaceful Warrior film based on my first book, but in that film, my character, Dan, uh, after a hike up in the hills with his old mentor, Socrates, he has a realization that's kind of nice. He says, you know, just realize, Sock, it's not the destination that makes us happy. It's, it's the journey. And, you know, there's a certain wisdom to that, a uh, good reminder. Um, but without a destination in mind, without a purpose or goal, there is no journey. We just wander around. Uh, so to our point A, wherever each of us are in our lives right now, we need a point B, something to aim toward, to move toward, to give us a sense of direction and meaning and purpose. Um, So, in fact, I would define success as progress toward a meaningful goal, a meaningful goal to that individual. We make up our own meaning, so that's people who seem happiest are moving toward a goal each day uh, in some way. And so, That's why I I tend to write books. I wrote another book called The Four Purposes of Life. Uh, Another one of my books is titled uh, Living on Purpose. So that's been a major core element in this approach to living that I describe as the peaceful warrior's way.
2: Wow. And I think, you know, I think you bring up a lot of... um interesting and topical point, especially for teenagers, you know, um, a lot of teenagers, we don't necessarily have, you know, a strictly defined purpose. We don't always know what we're working towards. We don't always know where we want to go. But it's definitely something, you know, obviously, we need to be thinking about. And I think you bring up some excellent points uh, with your books and with your insights. And I'll definitely have to check that movie out. Um, And so I also wanted to ask you then, so with all the different books that you've written, you know, how they all focus on life and trying to make sense of it and purpose and all those sorts of great concepts, um, but you know, a lot of them seem to be very different genres from each other, even if they do cover a lot of the same themes. And so I wanted to ask you then, uh, how does your writing process differ when you're going from, you know, an autobiography
5: to your numerology book? How exactly does your writing process differ then? Yeah, interesting question. Um I, I have explored many different books. My life has, has been more like improvisational comedy than strategic planning. <laughs> you know, I, uh, and, and believe me, as I, I've been a teenager, but, um, you know, some adults say, well, you know, you haven't been an adult yet, but I've been a teenager. But, you know, we haven't been teenagers today, and it's a very different time, as you know. Um, for young people growing up, um, the, the changing marketplace and, and fewer jobs. And uh, they say that, that children growing up will be doing jobs that haven't been invented yet. So it is a different world, and I really have some compassion for the challenges of teenagers. But I know when I was a teen, even a college student, I had no clue what I wanted to do with my life. I mean, I you know, thought maybe I'll be an attorney. That seemed like a good idea until I took my first law course, um, and, and I realized maybe that wasn't my calling. Uh, maybe I judged too soon, but still, I, I ended up following my heart, really, and my instincts, um, and some, some good luck along the way, and there is a lot of luck in anyone's life. Nobody can say I'm a self-made person. We all have help from others, and... And uh, luck is part of the the whole, but they say luck is, you know, preparation, meeting, opportunity. I'm sure you've heard that. Um, So if we prepare ourselves and build a good foundation, even if we don't know where we're going with it, um, and that's hard to do. There were classes I took that I didn't know why exactly I was taking them, but... Any class we do is really a form of mental weightlifting, weight training. Um, it develops our mental capacity. So even if we don't know how it fits into our future life, one day we may look back and say, wow, that was actually very helpful. So that's why it's good to whatever you is in front of you. You know, don't go for success. Go for excellence. Anybody who follows that advice, just going for excellence, whatever they do, is going to do well in their life. They'll build a good foundation. Um, it doesn't always have to motivate us or, or inspire us. Um, but at the same time, we need to follow our instincts. What are my talents? What are my values? What are my interests? And that takes time to develop. So no teenager should expect themselves to have a clear sense of where they're going. You know, there's that saying many of us have heard it too. It's like we're like cars traveling through the night. We can only see as far as the end of our headlight beam. But in that way, we can continue and make the whole journey. So and that's life is a little bit like that. So we need to trust our process and trust our own life unfolding.
3: Dan, I love what you're sharing with us. And quickly, you know, we got a break coming up just in just a couple of minutes. Do you mind sharing with us what your birth number is and how does that relate to a life path to give us an idea of what we're talking about here?
5: Sure. Well, let me say two things very briefly before we go to the break. Anyone can go to my website, peacefulwarrior.com peacefulwarrior.com they'll see life purpose calculator right in front of them they click on that and they can put in their date of birth and they will actually see their own birth number with some keywords and a paragraph uh, and they can even do the birth number of a girlfriend, boyfriend, a parent, and see the energy of that relationship and the purpose of that relationship. So that it can all be free very- on your website? That's all free on the website. It's Wonderful. right there and it's available to anybody. Um, my own birth number, it doesn't mean much to people who don't know the system, but it's 268. Those three numbers each represent something, and their interaction makes up uh, my life path. And of course, I can describe that in a way that makes sense. Uh, to people unfamiliar with all this, uh, maybe maybe after the break. Sounds
3: good. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for joining us. Uh, we really enjoyed hearing about your books, and thank you for coming on today. We are out of time for this segment, but we have a lot more to talk about in the next segment. Audience, um, you can find out more about Dan at his website, peacefulwarrior.com. His Twitter, um, twitter.com slash pwdan, and, and his Facebook is facebook.com slash officialpeacewarrior. I'm Steven Zhao. And I'm Jovan Hundle. Visit
2: BeTheStarYouAre.org for more information about Express Yourself and BTSYA, and also visit be slash events, where you can also find out more about upcoming opportunities for spreading positivity and positive message media as a part of our charity. This has been another segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio. Make sure to keep listening as we continue our enlightening discussion on the gift of perseverance.
0: On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarURRadio.com.
3: We don't care how you got here, we're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Today, us at Express Yourself Teen Radio are all about the gift of perseverance. My name is Steven Zhao. And I'm Joan Hundle. For this se- next segment, we'll be continuing our conversation with our guest
2: author Dan Millman, former world champion gymnast, coach, martial arts teacher, and college professor whose books have sold millions of copies and one of which Way of the Peaceful Warrior was actually adapted to film in two thousand six. And one of his books, The Life You Were Born to Live, is actually celebrating its twenty fifth anniversary this year. And with that, let's welcome Dan Melvin back onto the show. Hi Dan.
5: Hi Stephen. Hi Joven.
2: Um yeah, and so if you'd just like to, you know, maybe continue what you're talking what we finished with in the last segment about your birth number, that'd be awesome.
5: Sure, uh, and again, I recognize many listeners may not really get this whole birth number thing. But um, let me say first that um, in the fir- in the original copy of the way uh, the life you were born to live in that book, um, it had 37 life paths uh, for people born since, say, 1750. Before that, it wasn't as accurate because that's when the Gregorian calendar, the more accurate scientific calendar, uh, came into effect. Um, But the new edition has 45 life paths because certain children born after the year 2000 have rather unusual uh, life paths, single digit birth numbers. But again, I don't expect that to mean a lot to your listeners. So let me just say if you divide 45 uh, for the life paths into the population of the planet, that's millions of people working the same life path. Um, So, would I presume to say they're all the same? No, not at all. Each of us is unique. We, our stories are like a novel being written, and there's no, no story on the planet exactly like ours. So in that way, we're unique. So if I pointed to a tree outside, I could say that tree is unique because not a single tree on the planet has the exact same angle of every leaf and branch and stem. And yet, I can say things about redwood trees that are different from birches or aspens or oak trees. Um, so each of us is unique we have our own genetic heritage our own life experience parents and so on but we are each following a certain pattern and that's what I describe in the life you were born to live our life path and we're living that path and traveling it in our own unique way but the patterns do apply so people of the same life path will share elements in common My sister and I, our lives look very different, but we happen to be on the same life path of those 45 different ones. Sometimes a number of people in a family are the same. Sometimes they're all different. So that's how it works. Um, And again, I'll I'll repeat that if any of your listeners go to PeacefulWarrior.com, they'll see right in front of them life Life Purpose Calculator. Just click on that. They'll put in their date of birth. And they will see some information, a a taste of of much more information in the book about their life path. There's even a life purpose app people can download from iTunes um, for Android or iPhone. So um, the material is out there, and it's really not expensive to get. Um, But it's also free if they just go to the website again just to get a taste of the material. And that will be more relevant. But now when I say about my life path, which you asked me about, it's the number two, six, slash eight. Without going into unnecessary detail about it, uh, the two has to do with cooperation, wanting to support and help people. Uh, now, anybody can feel that no matter what their birth number, but twos really feel it more acutely. They feel more meaningful. They're more connected when they're helping, supporting in some way. Uh, the six is about high standards and high vision. Um, so we can be idealists at times. And again, that's true for any young people. High ideals are a very positive thing, but sixes really have it. I mean, they. Sixes can judge themselves and others against their high standards, and they never seem to be good enough. So they have to watch for that. Um, And and they also do have that visionary possibility to really see what's possible. And the eight is about, well, it's it's about a drive to influence people. That led me to write all my books, and I speak around the world. I'm doing a European tour starting next week. My wife and I are going to uh, 10 cities, 7 countries for, you know, for 3 weeks, and I'm speaking all over, uh, all over Europe. So I love to influence people in a positive way, um, and the, the 8 is about that. It's about owning one's power. It's about uh, striving for recognition and abundance. That's just the, the, the deal. So I've come to accept that. And, and, you know, Lily Tomlin, the actress, once said, I always wanted to be somebody, but maybe I should have been more specific. <laughs> and that takes time. It takes time for any young person to grow up, get some life experience, even after college. Before they really understand their talents and their interests. They may have to find out what they're not interested in before they find out what they, what they do want to do. So that's a process for all of us and we can't expect it to be clear when we're very young. If it is clear, hey, that's great, but it's, that's more rare. So, we have to trust our process and gradually learn more about ourselves. And that's one reason I wrote The Life You Were Born to Live, that particular book, and the four purposes of life, so we can know thyself, um, you know, know ourselves. And, you know, that, those words were written over the, the Oracle at Delphi, over the entrance in the fifth century BC. So, every Every personal growth practice and, and tradition and religious tradition, they all emphasize self-knowledge because if we don't know ourselves very well, and I have to say this, it's really difficult to know ourselves deeply when we're young. We, it's all about self-image, how we present ourselves to other people. Um, but to know, what am I actually interested in? What's the difference between what I want to do and what I think I should do or others think I should do? And what are my talents? That takes time to find out. And what are my values? So, if we don't really know ourselves well, we end up making the right decision for the wrong person, the one we thought we were. And again, that's why we make wiser decisions and have more perspective as we grow. So, meanwhile, you know, it's like being ourselves. Doing the best we can. Uh, my, my, I'm about to get into my next and final book, probably my 18th book. It took me 40 years to write my first 17 books, and my last book is going to be a memoir, and it's going to talk about all the struggles I've had with, with women, with girls. You know, when I was young, um, it's kind of humorous, and, and but also it's about the spiritual search. You know, what is the good life? What is happiness? And that's been another major theme of my work. So. The Life You Were Born to Live, this particular book we're discussing, is really, again, about self-knowledge and compassion for ourselves and other people. We all have our strengths and qualities. We all have our challenges. But they're different. They're not better or worse. There's no better or worse life path. It's just how we travel it.
3: Definitely. Dan, I love how you're painting such an inspirational picture for, our, for uh, many of our young listeners here. You mentioned there's a lot of challenges in the way, um, given that this week's theme is perseverance. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? What's, something, what's a big challenge you had to go through throughout your years? What's something you had to persevere through?
5: Well, I'll give an example. Uh, when I was a young boy, um, I, I struggled to learn the trampoline. I only knew one thing. I loved jumping up and down. Now, who would guess that that would lead anywhere to anything meaningful? But I kept doing it because I loved it. There was something about it that captured my imagination. Uh, at a summer camp one day when I first discovered an old trampoline, I ended up scraping my face up, getting scabs all over it, but it didn't slow me down because I just wanted to learn how to do these things. And I was lucky enough to have a homeroom teacher um, in in middle school who started an acrobatics club, and I learned more trampoline skills there. Uh, I did an exhibition for my school in front of the whole auditorium, and I ended up traveling so badly, I went right through the springs of the trampoline. Pretty embarrassing. Um, And no one would have looked at me then and said, there's a future world champion, but you know what? About six years later, I won the world championship in London. So you never know what's going to lead to something else but I loved it and that's why I persevered it wasn't because I'm supposed to it's just I love doing it so um, that's that's one story of perseverance uh, and there are others in In uh, my various books, I I have an audio program you can get from Audible called Peaceful Warrior Wisdom Stories, and I have stories of perseverance in there, among others, inspiring or witty stories, so anyone can avail themselves of that. One of the the universal laws I I, I teach is the law of process, Uh, breaking any task into small steps, defining each step in the right direction as success, not just waiting for the big payoff, and... You know, that that really is what makes a difference in life. I'm, my friends used to come to the Trampoline Center with me, and they learned some flips, too. But they dropped off along the way, and I just kept doing it. Um, A friend of mine named Dar Robinson, we climbed up on a roof and dove off the roof into a a, a big crash mat before they had airbags. And Dar just kept climbing. I stopped at one point and he became one of the most famous stuntmen of all times doing all these high falls um, because he loved that and persevered. So if we stick with something long enough, whether it's dancing, singing, acting, writing, if we're willing to stay with it and go through the, 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 the mediocre performances and and writing and whatever, if we can just continue with it, we get better over time. And really, it's one of the keys to life, staying with it, if if we love it. Now, if we don't, maybe it's something we need to say, well, maybe there's something else I should do. But if we love it, you stay with it. Don't let self-doubt beat you up. Absolutely, I think there are some great lessons there for
2: you know, people of all ages. And so Dan, you know you've dispensed a lot of wonderful wisdom for us today, but I wanted to ask you, so if you were to speak directly to you know, a teenager out there who's maybe kind of floundering around right now, who doesn't necessarily know what his true purpose is, doesn't know how to find it either, um, if you had to give him some
5: direct advice, what would you say to that teenager right now? Sure. Uh, well, you know, one thing they might do is read the four purposes of life or the life you were born to live. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the practical, the, the big answer. But for right now, um, I would say a couple things. First of all, we may not know our cosmic purpose, our ultimate purpose, our bigger purpose. But you know what? We always know our purpose in this moment. I know my purpose in this moment. I'm speaking with you. You know your purpose. And anyone listening knows their purpose right now. They're listening. While they're walking or in a car or whatever it is. So the point is, uh, we all know our purpose in each moment. And that way we can live a purposeful life. And that's just, what do I need to do now? No matter what I'm feeling, whether I'm feeling positive or negative, whether I have self-doubt or confidence, what do I need to do now? And move toward that. That's one thing I would say. And the other is, don't compare yourself to other people. You know, it's it's like a plague on Facebook. Everyone is wanting to show what a good life they're living and how happy they are all the time. They're smiling on their Facebook pages, showing their adventures and travels, and everybody compares themselves. And the Buddhists call this a form of suffering because it, it's a profound disrespect for our own process. When I was a gymnastics coach, guys, um, I noticed some people learned uh, like a somersault or a, a skill, faster than other people. But those who learn, took longer to learn it, sometimes and often learned it better than those who learned it quicker. So there's no one way to do anything. Uh, someone once said, I cannot write a book commensurate to Shakespeare, but I can write a book by me. So that's, again, it comes back to trusting our process, not trying to be someone else, or as good as, or, or comparing constantly is just trust that process. Um, and I say this really with my full heart behind it. When you're young, when you're 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, you're not supposed to have it all together. You're supposed to be exploring and discovering, appreciating nature and moving along with that. Um, and that's where the faith comes in, that it's going, you're going to find your way. It's like wandering in a forest. You know, you, you just wander, but you learn while you're wandering. You learn about yourself. You learn about the world. Learn the positive lessons um, and move through it. And it does get deeper. I don't know if it gets better. It can be more challenging as you get older but it, or less. But we do prepare ourselves for whatever is waiting for us. And that's what makes life exciting. Wow, that's very powerful
2: stuff from you. Thank you so much. You know, um, the name of our charity, Be The Star You Are, I think kind of echoes a lot of your sentiments. And I'm sure our founder, producer Cynthia, certainly gleaned some of that from you as she interviewed you almost 20 years ago, she told me. Um, yes. And so, yeah, that was a fantastic conversation. Um, unfortunately, we are at a time for this segment, but I want to profusely thank Dan for coming on the show today to discuss his work. Uh, I'm sure we've all learned so, so much. Um, audience, find out more about Dan at his website, peacefulwarrior.com, where you can also check out his life purpose calculator, um, his Twitter at twitter.com pwdan, and his Facebook at facebook.com slash
3: officialpeacewarrior. Make sure to also stick around for more Express Yourself. I'm Jovan Hundle. And I'm Stephen Zout. Visit www.bethestarur.org and expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information on Express Yourself and BTSYA. This has been the third segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio. Make sure you keep listening as we continue our discussion on the gift of perseverance. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring show. My name is Steve Zhao, and now we will be continuing our theme highlighting the gifts of perseverance. And I'm Jovan Hundle. For this segment, we actually have a small
2: excerpt from a chapter from our new anthology, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. Uh, the book, which is actually our third anthology in our Be the Star, You Are anthology series, is now available at cynthiabryan.com slash online hyphen store, as well as Amazon. And be sure to also look out for the book at other major retailers. And so, yeah, our excerpt from the Gift of Perseverance chapter by Caden Shover. We have a small little activity that Stephen will be reading for you guys today.
3: The expert, the, sorry, the chapter is obviously much longer, but there's an exercise in the chapter that we think is really interesting. We encourage everyone who's listening to follow along with us. Um, just take a moment and think about this. So it's a visualization that will help you persevere through whatever challenge you may face, no matter what sport or project or whatever your passion is. For this particular exercise, let's imagine yourself as a swimmer. All right, For those of you who don't swim, I'm sorry, but for those of you who do, this will be a little <laughs> easier. Um, so sit down, close your eyes for a second. Think of yourself on the starting block. Feel it under your feet. Feel yourself taking those deep breaths. Hear that buzzer. Feel yourself in place. You're diving off the block. You're slicing into that cool water. Now feel that increasing strength and determination with each stroke. Imagine that great outcome of winning the race. See, if you visualize this, visualizing achieving, whether it's swimming or anything else, using these mental images daily while you continue to work hard, practicing every day until the day of your challenge, The results of these sessions can encourage a better technique, increased mental strength, and a positive, determined attitude. Visualizing success is a skill you can develop. It can't replace hard work, commitment, and perseverance to succeed, but it can definitely help with that. We also encourage you to keep a logbook of your daily regimen. Write down your short and long-term goals, your best personal times, and things you want to improve. When you're journaling, write with great mental details. These details will help you convince your brain that these images are possible in real life. Everyday practice, visualization, and persevere through hard work and dedication. Take your mark and repeat yourself. I can succeed and achieve. We want to thank Caden for submitting that excerpt in the chapter. Um, Jovan and I are going to be chatting a little bit about this as we close up this hour. Jovan, while you were listening, first of all, I should ask, are oh, you a swimmer? Uh, just Recreational. Okay, sounds good. But how did you feel in that moment for you when I was reading um hopefully my voice wasn't too distracting, <laughs> but as I was no, no, reading no. that moment, what does that feel like for you? Yeah, so I really could,
2: you know, how the as I said, uh, feel yourself on that little starting um block and while you're actually swimming feel those strokes as you go farther and farther and farther and you know, I I guess I really could feel it. You know, I could hear that water kind of splashing in my ear uh hear myself winning at the end, stepping on, you know, that podium. And you know, I think that's a really underappreciated aspect of perseverance, having that confidence in your in yourself. Is what allows you to persevere. You know, you're not inherently, you're not going to persevere in something if you don't feel like you're able to do it. And so, if you have that confidence, then that's what leads you onto that road for perseverance. And I think Caden's um, exercise here for a her chapter about visualizing this was a really great way to show that.
3: I definitely agree and frankly when it comes to being uh, when it comes to uh, things that are a challenge um, oftentimes it's really the fear that holds us back right the fear of not knowing what's going to happen and perseverance is about pushing through that fear um, and visualization is a step towards that visualizing something that you don't know what's going to happen um, but you overcome that fear by believing that that uh, the, the image that you develop that image of winning the race sure you don't know if you're going to win or not but believing that helps lead you towards it
2: absolutely and it's just uh and it's also that simple concept then so even if you don't end up winning the race even if you don't get that first place that you strived for this gives you that confidence to keep on persevering and so the next time the next time after that the next time after that no matter how many tries it takes you you will eventually win that race if you set your mind to it that much Certainly.
3: Well, I hope all of our listeners have enjoyed our talk on perseverance. It's really an important topic, um, one that as we started from the beginning of the hour, learning that we can learn perseverance and then seeing that through Dan's life and through the work that he's done and the perseverance that he's achieved. And then these little tips on visualization and the technology, the apps that we've talked about, all these different options and ways of increasing our perseverance and tackling all the challenges that are going to come our way with life. Um, I want to thank for submitting that excellent chapter to our new anthology. It certainly provided a wonderful take on our theme of perseverance. Now, with that, however, it is sadly time to say farewell. I want to give thanks to our Star Style production Cynthia Bryan, um, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh Arod. Josh Aaron, um, thank you so much for our guests and reporters across the World and our listeners for making us a top-rated program, um, and thank you for having me back. It's been great to be back. I'm Steven Zahn, one of the founders of this show, and it's been really, really exciting to be here with Jovan today.
2: Yeah, we're very happy to have had you here as a newer host here on Express Yourself. And I've heard about you, and it was wonderful to be able to host with you today. And I'm Jovan Hundle. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, make sure to go to our main site at org and check out our radio at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Until next week, remember, persevere, be positive, be generous, and be here. Speak up.
0: Remember to express yourself Stars that shine between the lights if you would let yourself.